Welcome to the All Souls Episcopal Parish in Berkeley's Sermon Podcast. Today was the last Sunday after Epiphany, and we heard from the Reverend Maggie Foote as she preaches from the lectionary, which was Luke chapter 9, verses 28 to 43. As always, you can find more sermons or more information about All Souls on our homepage, which is allsoulsparish.org. attending Episcopal summer camps for multiple weeks every summer. After I graduated from high school, I worked at the same camp for seven summers in various roles. It's safe to say that over the years, I had a lot of what I would categorize as mountaintop faith experiences there. Laying on the floor of the chapel with my closest friend while, friends while a wild thunderstorm rages overhead, watching through the clear glass windows while lightning splits across the sky and being awestruck, by the majesty of creation. Staying up late at night, listening to the girls in my cabin give each other the sweetest affirmations hours after lights out on the last night of camp. Sitting around a campfire, listening to the voices of 50 preteens unabashedly singing about the love of Jesus. Watching a glorious sunset across a lake over fields full of lightning bugs glowing as dusk settles over camp. Being a trusted confidant for dozens of campers over the years, listening as they come out to me or talk about how hard it has been since their parents' divorce, admit to bullying kids at school and wanting to change, struggling to fit in, and on and on. It has been tempting over the years since to hearken back to those mountaintop experiences as some of the times I felt closest to the divine. And certainly there would be some truth in that. But this week, I was reminded in the most unlikely of ways that those moments are not the apex of Christian life. I received a text from a former camper of mine when I was a counselor sometime in the 2000s. They live in Oakland now, and although we've seen each other a handful of times since I moved back to the Bay Area, it was still somewhat unexpected. Hey, are you home? I might need to ask a favor. I won't get into all the details here, but I will say that about a half an hour after I received that text, I found myself walking my former camper service dog around a hospital parking lot. And as I bent over to clean up after the dog, I thought to myself, well, I'll be be darned. This stuff is for real. Here I am, 2,500 miles and over a dozen years removed from that shared mountaintop experience with this person. And yet this moment right here, right now, showing up at an unexpected time and place actually feels like the culmination of all of those other moments and years setting apart time to go to camp, to seek out experiences with the divine. Not because this moment was special or anything other than completely pedestrian, but because the way we show up for one another in the ordinary and uninspiring moments of life is actually what those mountaintop experiences are calling us to. The healing doesn't happen on the mountaintop. The healing happens in the valley. All of those mountaintop moments that I experienced at camp, while beautiful and powerful, are only truly important insofar as they illuminate for me how and what it is that I am called to do when I descend into the valley of day-to-day life. 
But let's take a step back and into the story of Jesus' own mountaintop experience to see how that realization hit me head on. Jesus goes up to the mountain to pray with his disciples. He specifically goes there with the intention of having a holy encounter. While he may have gotten slightly more than he bargained for, what with his dazzling robes, transfigured face, and the appearance of his forebears, he did set apart time and space to seek out connection with God. And while he was there, Moses and Elijah spoke to him, not about the glory of God or the magnificence of his new look, but about the lonely path that Jesus is about to walk into Jerusalem and finally onto the cross. That glorious mountaintop moment is still, ultimately, about the work of healing and restoration that Jesus is being called to in the world and for the world. And that healing can't happen alone on that mountaintop as much as Peter wants it to. He even tries to build dwelling places there for Jesus, Moses, and Elijah to capture this fleeting moment of brilliance and hold on to it not trusting that God could and would show up in the low places of our lives over and over and over again. When we seek out connection to the divine, which incidentally I think is super important, it's important that we experience, experience being well and truly awestruck by the glory and majesty of God or overcome by the feeling of being loved wholly and completely by God for who we are. Seeking out connection with God actually fundamentally changes us to be more aware of God's presence all around us. But when we seek out this connection, those feelings can't be the only thing that we're seeking. We must also be ready for our eyes to be opened to the injustices of the world. We must also be ready to be called to hard and painful places to offer healing. Jesus comes down from that mountain and is immediately confronted by the desperation of a parent seeking healing for his child. And when Jesus healed the boy, everyone around him was astonished by the greatness of God. They didn't need to see Jesus on the mountaintop, standing there dazzling, to know that God has the power to heal. They saw that in the valley. If we're true followers of Jesus, then we know that Jesus shows up in the low places far more often than he does on the mountain. The true apex of Christian life is about the valley. It's about how we show up when things are hard, when things are boring or uninspiring, and how we show up in the face of injustice. Our world is in desperate need of this healing. Just this week, we saw the governor of Texas accuse parents of trans children of child abuse. We saw a violent military invasion wreak havoc on innocent bystanders, families being torn apart by war. The endless violence and discrimination committed against the black community and others in our our own country. Poverty rages on. The death toll of COVID-19 pandemic continues to grow. There is no shortage of low places in our world today. And we can't be in all of those places at once. But if we can do nothing else, at least we can show up, bear witness to the power and majesty of God in the low places. At least we can be healers and reconcilers 
in the valleys in which we find ourselves. And perhaps most importantly, we can continue to seek God out on the mountaintops and in the valleys so that we can continually be reminded that our call is to both places. We must stay awake, always ready to witness to the glory of God when it shows up in the world around us, and then be convicted by that glory to do the hard work of loving the world, even when it doesn't feel glorious. Thank you.